Primo production, she put on for a shot. In this big city, I want them to mention me. <laughs> Talk your shit, Bree. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Bree Moore Productions podcast. We are back. First, I would like to thank everyone for supporting the podcast. We now have over 129 subscribers. Thank you guys so much for listening and subscribing and donating and reaching out and loving the content that we putting out there. Um, I am overjoyed and I'm so excited about this podcast. I know I say that every episode, but I am stoked. Um, today we have Uncle Jojo here with us. Um, he's a very prominent, um, relevant, popping black man in the Dallas community. Say what's up. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Do your introduction that do you my, do. Okay, look, my <laughs> church introduction, I call it my guest church. Well, uh, it's Uncle Jojo, the empathetic asshole, the enlightened hypocrite, a.k.a. the su- king of sophisticated ignorance, and we in this thing. Hey. Hey. Okay, so today we are going to speak about, unfortunately, the passing of Nipsey Hussle, and we also going to speak on the topic of should we give back to the hood? And me and Jojo just had a very passionate conversation about black men in the hood and where they are and how it is and the fact that we cannot neglect the internal issues that we have in our community. Um, There's been a lot of, you know, talk about the government killing Nipsey and all that, but we need to speak about what really happened, and we all know know what really happened. And unfortunately, he was taken from his own. So, Jojo, let's speak about, should we give back to the hood? I saw Charlemagne's uh, donkey the other day, and I agree with most of what Charlemagne said. You know, I agree with like 98% of it. But the only person that would ask a question like that, not think it, because if you're in the struggle, in the fight, you're going to think that, right? But if you from that element, if you from the hood, that's not even a question. You know what I mean? To put out there because, or for, not for me anyway, hell yeah, we should give back. No, we shouldn't remove ourselves and strictly donate. You know what I mean? Because that change, whatever change is not going to just come from us through monetary it's going to come through us from example from it from being able to be accessible to those kids you know what i'm saying so i know i have a lot of fluff i have a lot of funny i have a lot of everything on my page and that's strategic because i don't want anybody to put me in a box or a pedestal or on a pedestal because i'm gonna fall off that pedestal matter of fact i'm a skydive off that pedestal and i'm too big to fit in that box but i signed up for whatever comes with the mission you, you see what i'm saying it's not get fat run off and then chunk of money in you know the mission when you sign up for the mission and, and like nipsey nipsey knew what come came with that you know what i'm saying if you listen to his music he knew what came with that so we sign up for that we sign we sign up for that it ain't no running off to the people we from the people 
we sign up for that. Yeah, and I, I, I agree with you. I listened to the donkey of the day as well with Charlemagne, and I agree with some of the things he's saying. I just hate that he was putting it on putting it on that, that platform and putting it yeah. out there in that universe because now not only do you have like other people listening that's mm-hmm. like us that's yeah. moving in the community, yeah. but that can be like discouraging. Yeah, and yeah. That can be very discouraging. Like, dang, should I even like continue to do this because I might end up like Nipsey. No, it, it you're not going to end up like Nipsey. Um, but there is that if you serious possibility. This is and and a revolutionary, you know. Yeah. And when when we raise and that's what we should be raising and, and I'm not saying get out there and die and do all of that little, little kind of stuff and but what I'm saying is we know that when you sign up, it already comes from that other element. It always it already comes from the outside. They they really do kill our activists. You know what I mean? These people. But we understand the dynamic too of anybody that's in a neighborhood that's that for for every ounce of love or every pound of love, it's an ounce of hate. Like we understand that. You see what I'm saying? So if you serious about the mission, you serious about your people, then you would I would die for my people. You know, if my legacy and and I'm serious, you know, if my legacy is to grow, to get to a certain point and to die in my neighborhood like Nipsey did, because you don't always see it. You see what I'm saying? It's not about us. It's about planting that seed and it's about the impact that you have on further generations. You see what I'm saying? So if that was his legacy and if that's what it takes, if that's the seed that it takes to be planted for that to usher in that wave of that new generation, you know what I mean? So because we don't we don't know about the master plan. You see what I'm saying? Right. So I'm just submitted to the master plan. I just pray it's not my will, but that if that's my if that's my will, I sign up for it right now. Yeah. You know, and that's the that's the tenacity that I think that we have to have. You can't be timid with this shit. At all. Yeah. You cannot be scared. You have yeah. to also not only think about the Nipsey's, but think about the Harriet Tubman's, it, the Nat Turner's. They knew exactly what they was getting themselves into. And they knew I might die over this shit. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. You and I also, I, I agree with you when you said that. Um, I actually wrote that in my notes that giving back is not just about the, the money aspect of it. Yeah. You actually have to teach. Yeah. And to me, that's my greatest thing that I have existing is my mind. Yeah. Because I think different. Yeah. And if I can if I can reach out to another little girl that don't have access to being a creative, yeah. don't have access to opportunities or the education that I have access yeah. to, to me that's legacy. Yeah. To teach her that, yeah. And I don't I don't give her a dime. Yeah. But to teach her that, she will eventually become wealthy, yeah. not only out in her community, but mm-hmm. outside of it. Because what you just described. He who controls the image controls the imagination. You see what I'm saying? So when you plant that certain image off in there, then that gives her her an identity. See, we use the term education, right? Education, Americanized, is training. It means to train. But it comes from the rule educare, which comes from the root word educe, which means to bring forth. You know what I mean? Mean that you were put here for a certain reason, offering certain gifts, and it's up to us to cultivate those gifts in our kids to bring forward. They were put here to be affluent, prosperous, to have an impact. You see what I'm saying? But we clutter them with so much shit. So when you just be you and you just do you, you that light. You know what I mean? And you give them that trail to walk through with that light. And that's what we are supposed to do. You know what I mean? So... I apologize, Bree. You the shit. The, the, <laughs> the Bree Mo. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Thank you. No I believe problem. in rep. Uh, I can't talk right now. Yeah. I believe in uh in role models. Yeah. 
I believe that people need to see like examples yeah. of who they want to be. Yeah. And if I can be that for a young girl, then I'm I'm for it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, when Nipsey passed away, like when the news hit, no, before the news, no, when the news hit, we was in a group text. And you said you was like, the government didn't do this shit. Yeah. It was a nigga that did this shit. Yeah. And I was like, wait, let's sit back, let's let's ride it out. Yeah. Let's ride it out, JoJo. That's what I'm thinking in my mind. But yesterday, when we found out who did it, I was like, damn, I got to hit up JoJo. He got to come to the podcast and we got to talk about this. And I would like to have this conversation with a black man, not with a black woman, but a man that's actually doing the same shit that Nipsey was doing. So let's speak on that. When you found out, no. Yeah, when you found out that he was shouting when he was shot mm-hmm. and you you thought it was a nigga like mm-hmm. what made you think of that what 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 in front of his store yeah in front of his store that's that let me know everything i need to know in front of his store in front of his store that lets me so know so you knew in front of his store it was it, it was, was somebody a- that see the thing about hate you know black men we have this hopelessness right we don't see our way out we don't see no light you know so instead of turning to each other we turn on each other you see what I'm saying? We turn on each other. And that's my brother. And he's moving. He's succeeding. He's admired by certain people. He's doing his thing. And I'm from the same neighborhood, but I despise and detest him. You see what I'm saying? And I have to, what it does is I hide it and it bubbles. It's like a pot on a slow ball. You know what I mean? If you leave a pot on a, on a stove and you got to cut on low, it doesn't, a big pot, it doesn't start bubbling right away. But the more time it gets hot and it, it and it you get that steam, pew, and that's what happens. What we need to talk about, what we need to examine is not only did this man kill Nipsey, you know what I mean? But how much hate do you have to have in your heart to not only de- destroy this person, but destroy yourself in the process? You see what I'm saying? Right. You have this much hate that you would go and kill this man. Now, Nipsey is untouchable. Hands off. You can't touch him. If you touch him, it's going to be repercussions. This is me from the streets. Not that I'm in the gang, but this is me understanding the streets. Mm-hmm. If you touch him, it's going to be repercussions. You got to get a... You, you, it, it's going to be repercussions. So He had to take it to the extreme. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you go and do this knowing that your mama might die, your, your, your sisters, your this and that. You would destroy your whole family and you would destroy yourself on broad daylight in the open, no mask. You would do this to this man. You know what I mean? So I think that's what we need to talk about. Why? What kind of hate is it that we would destroy ourselves just to destroy our brother? You know, let's talk about that hopelessness. You know what I mean? I knew what it was. And I don't think that we do it in justice with this conspiracy theory shit. You know, because when a black man kills a woman, right, we don't come and say conspiracy. He didn't do that. They framing him. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't do that. We call it what it is, domestic violence. Right. You see what I'm saying? But we so fucked up in the head, in my opinion, when we kill each other. It ain't even no such thing as black on black crime. That's a fake term. Okay, well, whatever the fuck you call it, they out here killing us. You know what I mean? Yeah. It ain't the government. It's us. So we got, we've got we gotten into this battle tested of who's the less protected. The black man, we are all underprotected, undervalued by society. Let's come together and have real conversations that'll move us forward and value each other. You see what I'm saying? And I say that all the time because I express this. 
we do have external issues with yeah. police brutality and racism and yeah. discrimination when it comes to trying to get a loan that yeah. exists. Yes. But we also have to talk about the internal issues. Exactly. There's real life issues. And what are the solutions? And I feel like the, the solution is influencing the next generation to think differently, to know they have a power and actually allow them to explore that power yeah. from an early age. Yeah. We just can't say get rich and exactly. get money and we're not teaching them how to tap into that. We don't teach our kids how to be great. We, we don't. Mentally. It's all about get money, fuck hoes, yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's and, deeper than that. We, we, as a matter of fact, we strip our kids. Kanye, Kanye said he say he say, and it, and it's genius. I mean, it's it's like it's profound. He says, kid. He say parents are the strippers, strip kids of their confidence, right? Teaching white dominant, teaching white dominance, make them question their common sense. Mm -hmm. We do that to our kids. You see what I'm saying? We do that to our kids, and I think that for me, the solution isn't. And that's what my whole movement is about. Because we, anytime that we talk about anything, we, we gotta, argue. We got to have solutions, though. We got to have solutions. And we also got to uh, step up our communication uh -huh. skills. Yeah. Because even though you disagree with somebody, you don't have to insult. Yeah, you don't have to insult. And that, that's part of the problem that we have. And I'm guilty of it sometimes. And I try to fix myself from it. You right. know what I'm saying? Um, but I think, to me, the solution is love. Because I think, I truly, in my, in my core, I feel a solution is love. Because we can talk about all these things, right, Bree? We can have because we got we got a lot of stuff that we need. We got black entrepreneurs, we got black CEOs, we got black billionaires. You know what I mean? We got black lawyers, we got black magistrates, we got black everything. But as a collective, we don't have black love. Everybody is for self. You know what I'm saying? We're not the only people under the system of racism, right? Right. So, but 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 only thing that we are lacking is that sense of community. And that's what I'm community. trying to restore. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to restore. You know, people think that, you know, because I'm not always highlighting it, but these are principles like, okay, we're going to restore the unity and community. What's crowned the sum is toast most. We just don't have that responsibility for each other that other people have for each other, that the Mexicans have for each other. You yeah. see what I'm saying? That's the only thing. And and so, I, you know, we you won't kill what you love. I'm trying to restore the love. You know what I mean? If, you you see it all the time. You somebody a black person have a business right here, and because I don't have the heart for this black person, I skip over this black person, drive across town, spend more money just so I won't have to spend my money with this person because I don't I have contempt. I'm trying to replace, or I feel like we need to replace that contempt with love, and I'm leading with you know what I mean. That's what we need. I feel like so. How do you move in action when mm -hmm. it comes to love, mm -hmm. like? You, you got to put an action behind that word. Mm -hmm. um, I think we can say it. We can talk about it all day. Mm -hmm. But with love, it comes with support. Mm -hmm. And actually, today I made it my effort to mm -hmm. speak to somebody on the on the train. Because mm -hmm. I, I do not talk to nobody on yeah. the train. Yeah. And the first person that talked to me was a black man. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not just going to act like I'm listening to my music. Yeah. I'm actually going to take out the time <laughs> yeah. to get to know or even introduce myself. Yeah. Because I love my son. Yeah. I love the father of my son. Yeah. I love all the black men in my family. And yeah. I would hate for somebody, like you said, yeah. I would hate for somebody to treat them like that yeah just because they being polite yeah yeah so 
my answer was love as well. I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to introduce myself. I'm going to have a whole conversation with this man and then I'm going to get off. Yeah. And I think we need to start communicating with each other. We need to start uh, loving each other and being kind and just healthy exchanges. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, and it's not weird. Yeah, it's not. It's not weird to get a hug or yeah. to love on your children yeah. or to talk to a random guy it's on a not, train. It's not weird. I, let me tell you something. I do it all day and I have so much fun. Like I fuck with people. I scare them. I do stuff throughout the day and I just have so much fun. You know, like even, you know, me and my daughter be together and I go up and I give a woman a compliment, you know, oh, and yeah. my daughter like, daddy, you married? And I say, well, I didn't talk to her. I gave her a compliment. Maybe she needed that compliment. Maybe that would advise her to, because I just believe in like this little spiritual thing, the ripple effect, and that you really do reap what you sow, and that it's love absolutely. is infectious, and that love is contagious, and and I'm just trying to replace, no matter how small it is, I try to replace, I try to plant a love deed, you know what I mean? And that's what a love deposit is. I try to make a love deposit, you know? So what you just talked about right there. It might sound minute to some to some people, and they can't. Uh, but that's what it takes. It is what it takes. That's what little stuff like that at its core. That's what it takes, and then you build off of that. So, uh, I, I I do little stuff like that, right? So, I, I had this thing to where it's called shit. I got something on it, right? Because I really do feel like that these people that are out here talking and they preach, they don't really have a heart for the people. People. You know what I mean? I'm talking about the people that can't afford to come to your credit seminar, the people that can't afford to buy real estate, the people that can't afford to invest. You see what I'm saying? And right now, unfortunately, my heart is bigger than my resources. Yeah. And it takes resources to love the people. But that's not unfortunate. It is kind of unfortunate because you can love all you want. But if you don't have resources, you see what I'm saying? Like, yo, it takes resources to get shit done. That's true. You know what I mean? That's so, true. But I feel like once you... To me, uh -huh. you at the stage of building. Uh -huh. And when you build, you maintain. And yeah. when you maintain those relationships, you yeah. gain those resources yeah. Yeah. and those friendships yeah. and that love. Yeah. You will never be without. Yeah. So I just feel like you at the beginning stages. That's why Thank I said you. what I said. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. No, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But it's right now, it's unfortunate that I'm at the beginning stages because my heart outweighs. But it's just like, okay, everybody doesn't have to do everything, right? Right. So, and it's birth for me, you know, like I tell y'all all the time, I graduated from SCBU, Sophisticated Crack Baby University. You know what I'm saying? I was, my mother smoked crack with me the whole time that she was pregnant, right? And I, I wasn't even supposed to come out healthy. So, in that, my mother was in and out of prison, you know, but I had a granny that took care of me and she deposited so much love, but granny wasn't always able to do. I had a big family. And so, Christmas come back around and it'll be this cousin coming. Uh, birthday come around there to be this cousin. So I never went without because these people came and deposited love. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you take the next person that's in that same situation that didn't have that, they they chances are they're more bitter. You know, they're more hard. They're more harsh. But that that love deposited into me, it saved my life. Love covered me through my pain. You know what I mean? Love covered me. So I got older and it's just like, to me, you know, after talking to God, after going through all of this shit that I've been through, because I've had a fairly hard life, he was saying, love is the answer. Just go out and spread love. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really, you see how it manifested in your life. You see how it worked out. And that, and that's 
really the goal to make people in the love saves, man. I can talk about that all day. And this is your podcast, <laughs> so I'm shut the hell up. You know what I'm saying? Love does love save. Love does save. My bad. Well, we're gonna be right back. We're gonna take a short break, and we're gonna give a shout out to our sponsors, and be right back. Are you tired of the same old boring routines? Do you feel as though something is missing? Looking to find your sweet spot? Craving something new? Looking to rise to the occasion? Well, you have a choice. Taste the joys of life. Love and luxury personified from corporate worker to artist. Take the cake. Make the right choice with Erica Choice. Design your life for something sweeter. Visit CakesByChoice.com and order yours today. That's CakesByChoice.com. C-A-K-E-S-B-Y. C-H-O-I-C-E dot com. Every slice of life is your choice. You're on your way to the top. Cut the cake. Get the party started. Cakes by Choice, where every choice is simply sweeter than the next. And where design is absolutely delicious. A promotional advertisement brought to you by CakesByChoice.com. For more information, visit Cakes by Choice on Facebook and Instagram. Or call 469-383-4432. Okay, and we are back. We're here with Uncle JoJo speaking about the unfortunate death of Nipsey Hussle and also should we give back to the hood. So, JoJo, tell the people what you do specifically in the community in Dallas, Texas. Uh, damn, I think I did that just a while ago. I think uh, I'm just, I, I have a love deposit page, right? And it's more about preaching. It's not about preaching to people. It's about reaching people. Uh, so everything that I do is to bring us together. So, for instance, on my birthday, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of going and pay a promoter $1,000, $1,500 to throw a party, I put $500 in the pot. And I say, look, man, I know it's a lot of people out there that need gas. You know what I'm saying? Just whatever. I'm going to put 500 in the pot. Y'all sending y'all donations. Let's get this thing to 1,000. I'm putting 500. I'm pretty sure I can get y'all to give me 500. You know what I mean? As a, everybody on my Facebook friends. So we end up getting the 1,500. That is dope. Yeah, we end up getting the 1,500. So what happened was I went there, and if you pulled up, if you were in a car, you got $22 worth of gas. And if you were in a truck, you got $30 worth of gas. You know what I mean? And I was able to do that. And like I said, people might look at that. And say it, it doesn't have an impact or they don't understand the impact, you know, but you have to be able to touch the people. You see what I'm saying? And and the impact that that has, if you are if I got gas today from a total stranger, he hugged me. He told me he loved me. He did that. I'm more likely to go out and, do the, same and do the same thing. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm more likely to go out. So when, when I say this love flood, this love fire, this love art, you know, like. All of this shit is not made up. So basically, I have a little deposit page. It's solution oriented because I feel like that we argue about everything. We argue about politics. We all about all that. But love is the solution. We can all agree that we need love. We need to express love. So is your love page on Instagram and Facebook? Yes, or? on Instagram and Facebook. Okay. It's Uncle JoJo Radio. We're going to put it in the um, the podcast information box. So um, what made you start all this? Like, How long have you been doing this and what made you start? I've been doing this all my life, but I've been practicing, right? 
And looking back, I'm a life path now, right? And I didn't know nothing about numerals. I didn't know nothing about that. But that's how God got my attention and made me go ahead and to start doing what I'm doing. But it's always been on my heart. Uh, like I say, I went through tragedy in 2011. My daughter was born. They said she was going to be brain dead, you know, mm -hmm. that she wasn't supposed to make it to see one. And I didn't leave the house for months holding this little girl on my chest, you know, Love talking to her, her yeah. loving her and talking to God, you know, making promises, you know, like, God, OK, you got me because I've always did. I don't mean to sound whatever, because people want to put like this is my calling. And I've always known it. I've always talked to God about it. I just didn't know how to get it out. You see what I'm saying? But he just made it clear. He, she, the universe, whatever you want to call it, because we are arguing about what God is. I don't care what you call God. But I've always went back and forth. And then when, you know, when, when, when my daughter, my daughter came a year later, my brother was murdered. And I got so far away from God when my brother was murdered. But he said, remember what I told you. Remember the promises that you made. You know what I mean? When you had. So that showed me that everything works for the greater good, that God is in everything, you know, and uh, uh, with other situations. He told me to do it. He, he told me to do it. He was in. And when I went and told people, then nobody understand it. And I had to go off in a cocoon, you know. But now it's growing. And I and I used to wouldn't say his name at first. You know what I mean? I used to be reluctant to say God. But now I I would be hard pressed if I didn't say, you know, that God told me to do what I'm doing. And he's keeping his promise, you know, in the process. Everything that he promised me so far, he has delivered. You know what I mean? So shout out to God. Shout out to God. <laughs> Look, I, I, I'm truly yeah. inspired. Yeah. Um. So should we save those that don't want to be saved? So what do we do? You just be the light. Because honestly, this mm -hmm. is what happened when it came to Nipsey. Mm -hmm. Story is that he was at his store, just mm -hmm. a regular day. Everybody was like, he should have security, but yeah. it's his home. Yeah. Right? That's that's where he grew up. That's yeah. where he, he said he sold dope. He ran from the police from this, mm -hmm. this shopping store. And it's like, okay, so he was there. He mm -hmm. was at his home. They was like, well, he should have told the guy to leave. He did tell the guy to leave. Yeah. The guy came back with a gun. So how do you protect your energy? Like in that circumstance, I feel like it was just time. But how do we save those that don't want to be saved? How can we save those that got that much hate in their in their heart? And if they can't be saved, yeah. how can we protect ourselves? I think I think in that in that Nipsey case, I think that Nipsey knew that that dude hated hated him. You know what I mean? Like up until that, but you can't measure that kind of hate. You see what I'm saying? Like you cannot measure that kind of hate you cannot think that anybody that you know is just going to walk up to you broad daylight and strike you down like a dog you know and if you look at if you look at the video which i normally don't he shot and ran came back and nipsey had his hands up like this like don't do it and he stood over nipsey hit him in the head oh hit God. him and kicked him listen to me he kicked him in the head after he was finished. And I normally don't, don't watch that. So well, where is this video at? That's a, crazy. No, listen, I'm telling you, Nipsey, they got Nipsey begging for his life. Like after he shot him, oh my he's on God. His back, and he's like this. You you can see it from it's not close, but you can see his hands up and the dude, bye bye. And then he kicks him. So you can't measure that kind of hate. But I know, I know Nipsey felt that. You know what I'm saying? He felt that, but you can't certain people. You, you got to stay away from you got to watch them close because everybody can't be helped. If they don't want to be helped, don't try to help them. 
I stay away. I know who don't want to be helped. I know who don't want to hear what I'm saying. And you know what? I nod and I go on and I watch their ass. Mm. I watch them because you can't help everybody. You know who that you you know, like Nipsey had to know. That's why Nipsey running from his stove. Get the fuck away from my stove. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Get away from my stove. I don't mess with you. You this, you that. And you know, I don't rock with you anyway. What are you doing around here? Okay, nigga. So after that, he should have been aware. Yeah, he should have been aware. But but you're not thinking that. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you know he exactly. don't mess with you, but you're not thinking that this dude. And that's what I'm saying. That's why we need to examine the dynamic that I have so much contempt for this man that I would, in order to destroy him, I would destroy myself. You can't judge that. And I think, I think we need to examine, not today, I'm just saying period as a whole, the, the level of hopelessness, you know what I mean? That we need to uh, examine a level of hopelessness that that takes for somebody to just throw the rest of their life away like that. But what is the solution for that? Like, like even you said, when you, when you see that somebody don't want to hear what you say or support what you do and they still got some type of energy... You just nod your head. You watch them from yeah, afar. Yeah. But you don't. We're not gonna help them at all. We just gonna. We can't. We we can't play God. Mm. You can't play God. You know what I mean. You can't play God. Even some. You know. Uh. Even sometimes when you see somebody about to bump their head and you care about them. You know what I mean. You get the steady. You tell them once. You tell them twice. That cool. You get the. You get the steady telling them over and over. Now you playing God. Now you interfering with God's where God got His hand on them. You know what I mean. I, you got to go to the same God I go to. Okay, boom, I'm done. So even with them people, whatever happens with them, happens with them. You just got to watch them when they're in your vicinity. You got to keep a close eye on them because you because you know who they are. You know, and they don't just creep up on you. You know energy. Right. Yeah, you know, you know energy. What, you know what came to mind? What's that? When I was thinking about this earlier, on my way to my office, I was thinking about Jesus. Yeah. And the fact that he knew two individuals was going to do what they did. Yeah. He already knew it. And it goes back to what I'm saying. When you sign up for the mission, you sign up for the mission. And that's a perfect example. You know what I'm saying? When that's the mission. And you just really touched me with that. You know what I mean? Because that is the epitome of what it is. You know what I mean? That is the epitome of when you're serious about the mi mission, the level of selfishness and sacrifice that you have to have. You know what I mean? It's not until I get to this good point. Now, I don't have to deal with this element. Now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, now, I'm over here, and it's kind of like, you know, because Charla Charlemagne said that, and I understood because he, I don't know what element he's from. I know he's from the country, but you're not frontline now. No, you know you're I mean? not. You're not frontline now. You have a voice, but you're not frontline. You know, you have a voice, but you don't realize really what you put out there into the universe with that statement that you said because that's their whole intent when they kill, uh, you know, when they kill Martin, when they kill all that and they do it public like that, it's to discourage us mm -hmm. from stepping into that. So when that happened to Nipsey, you out there, you really doing they work by putting that into the atmosphere. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so. that's why I really didn't like that message at all. Yeah. I was like, do we really have to talk about this on the Breakfast Club? We yeah. don't really have to talk about this yeah. because a lot of people were in the comments and like, yeah, you got to leave your hood. You can't let these niggas. Do. That's just one person out yeah. of thousands of people that you can potentially influence. Yeah. yeah. Out of thousands. And um, when I was like 23 years old, I took time to actually read more about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm like, we... We always talk about how we love God and how we 
we love Jesus and everything for it, but we really need to take heed of his story. Yeah. Even if you don't believe in it, I yeah. I feel like every human should really look up the Jesus story because yeah. it's inspiring. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you are a, rev a revolutionary yeah. and so many people are are, are against you. Yeah. And I was thinking about that this morning. I was like, damn, Jesus had some rats in his uh yeah. in his squad. Yeah. And when he was like down to his last, he didn't understand why him. He yeah. didn't understand why he was chosen. He yeah. actually went into the wilderness and he yeah. prayed. Yeah. And he asked God, why me? Yeah. Why? Because yeah. he knew what was coming. Yeah. So I think it's I think it's totally unfortunate. And right now I think it's sad that people are like not only um just debating about this, but actually having like full blown arguments. Arguments. Yes. <laughs> We don't have to do that. We, that doesn't solve anything, and it's not going to bring Nipsey back at all. But you got to speak to the psychology of, the, of, you know, and I try to unpack everything, and I try to understand everything because I have to communicate these things back, right? right. So you have to understand the psychology of the people that are dead set on believing that's a conspiracy. Psychologically, why are you so dead set on accepting the truth? You see what I'm saying? What, you know, psychologically, why are you, what is it going on that you are so dead set? Now, Oh, they're conspiracies. Yes. yes all the time. That. We're not yes. denying that there's no, no, no. ever conspiracies. We're talking about this case right here. So what is it about your brain computer that won't allow you to process the fact that this man was killed by another black man? You see what I'm saying? Now, when I first started doing what I was doing, my mother was so worried about me. She was doing all this other kind of stuff because I move. That's how I move. That's my element. That's it's universal. Like cheers. Right. Uh, sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they go down to the, you know what I'm saying? They go down to the ball because that's where, that's where home is. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? If you from there, you're not finna, that's, this is what, you know, so my mother was worried about me and I had to sit down. I had to sit my wife down. I had to sit my kids down. I had to sit my mama down. And I had to tell them, if y'all worried about me, that's fine. I understand. I'm going to do my best. But if it were to happen, I signed up for this shit. You see what I'm saying? Listen to me. So I've really had to have conversations with my kids. You know, when they say, Dad, do you think the police secure you? Oh, no, Dad, are you scared of the police? And I got to tell straight up, no. If I were to get murdered, it would be by somebody who knows me. Y'all probably know. And they probably won't fucking go to jail. You see what I'm saying? This is the reality. And especially with me doing this, I, we've had to have that conversation. But, you know. So uh, why do you feel that way? Have yeah. you already had that type of energy come across you? Um. Uh, I don't like speaking because I really do feel like that you that you that you uh you know what you feed will grow. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I really do believe in the power of the tongue. But I have had that, you know, and I'm I, I hate to say it, you know what I'm saying? But I have had that uh for whatever reason I've had to have that talk with God. You know what I'm saying? But we know what we sign up for because if you understand the nature of the men and, and really what goes on, if you really are in touch with these people that are hopeless, that are trapped, you know what I mean? That don't see a way out. If you are like you understand, you know what I'm saying? You understand I can't come around here preaching and everything I do is in a loving way, Bree. I don't do it like the criticize or the what's name. A lot of times I'm, you know, OK, I'm going to break it down. My partner watched my interview. He called me. He said, Joe, I love everything you're doing. I'm with it, bro. I'm riding. Woo -woo. I'm like, what are you talking about? He was like, bro, you know niggas can't stand up under that kind of pressure. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I'm like, what are you talking about pressure? I'm not saying that. He was like, bro, 
everybody not living their life in truth. Don't be naive around this bitch thinking, you know what I'm saying? Just because you got a good heart and you love it, like everybody is receptive. And when I look at it, they got people that have stopped talking to me. You know right. what I mean? I'm talking about black men on my timeline that ever since I started this, haven't talked to me coming in like the nothing in a year. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That lets you know, you know. So when God talked to me through people, I listen. You know what I mean? But let me put this out there. Not only will I die for this, I'll kill for this. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to play neither. So it ain't no, oh, yeah, I'm just going to walk in like, like, no, I know what the fuck come with it. And I'm ready for whatever come with it. Let me get off this shit. Boom. This ain't no play play. You know what at I mean? At all. Yeah. At all. And I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And to me, to answer the question, should we give back to the hood? Should we reside in the hood? Should we be in the hood? Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm not going to stop it. Unequivocally. Without no, no, no. Yeah. I'm going to forever to uh, scream South Dallas. I'm going to yeah. forever give back to South Dallas. Yeah. I am going to buy South Dallas. Yeah, like, amen. <laughs> I, want, I want to have a house in South Dallas. My my son go to school in South Dallas right now. Yeah. For a reason. Yeah, for a reason. Because I want him to see us. Yeah. I, wanna, I want him to know us. I want him to feel us and important and speak with us like and play with us yeah. and i grew up in south dallas yeah. and besides all the bullshit that people trying to tell me about south dallas especially when i got to the hood yeah. i grew up with unity mm -hmm. and love mm -hmm. around my people mm -hmm. all that gun violence shit like that we didn't i didn't see that on a yeah. consistent basis yeah. but people on the outside That's all south dallas is a bad da -da -da -da, and it's AIDS and his guns and it's it's just horrible. But yeah. I didn't witness that. Yeah. I went from elementary school to Lincoln High School, Charles Rice to Lincoln High School. Yeah. I did not experience that. I yeah. experienced unity, love, respect, yeah. um, and honesty. And yeah. that's the reason why I'm able to vocal be vocal about yeah. my opinions and yeah. not give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because you don't <laughs> at all. Yeah, you gonna you talk know, that shit. I'm, I, what? Yeah. Um, it's needed. I feel like I yeah. and my intentions are great, you know. It's it's all from love. Yeah, I don't I'm exactly. not here to criticize anyone. Yeah. But I for the first time ever I felt some way. I ain't gonna lie, last week I felt some type of way because I made a post and I said that the men that don't stand up or protect black women, mm -hmm. we need to get them niggas back to the hood. Yeah. And a lot of black men came at me and was like, you, you nah, 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 not all black men. I'm like, y'all know I'm not talking about every single black man. I'm raising yeah, a, a black, black boy. Yeah. So why would I just be like, fuck black men? Duh, duh, duh. Like, we got to be honest. I saw that post that you put. I say I started to come in and I stayed away from it where you tagged old boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm and tagging was, niggas yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, you tagging me. I'm tagging talk, niggas now. He was now. talking about that, whatever. You were like, let's have this conversation. Let's have a conversation. And and you know what? And I wanted to get engaged, but it's just the only thing about Facebook that you got certain people. Like, me and you could probably disagree, have a dialogue. And that's I what still, it is. we still fuck with we each other. We still fuck with each other. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah. got other people that's committed on gotcha, uh, tearing you down and putting you in the box, and you know what I mean? So I saw that it was great dialogue. I was like, you know what? I'm staying the fuck away from that. I'm not even going to get involved, because these people, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody not with it, you know? And I don't, now, I don't got so deep into communicating mm -hmm. that I don't want to insult nobody. Yeah. 
Like I, I shouldn't have to be like you dry her no edges, muff. Like yeah. I shouldn't have to do that for you to get my point across. Yeah. I never want to do that anymore. Yeah. I, I did do that once he came on to another post of yeah. mine. I'm like, nigga, leave that energy over yeah. there because I yeah. didn't give you that type of energy. Yeah. But now yeah. I'm about to roast your ass. Right he came quick. to another post. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah he yeah. came back. And I yeah. was like, you know what? I'm going to fire you up right yeah. quick and be done with it. But yeah. um I deleted the post because it started to become disrespectful. Yeah, see, I didn't and see once it at that it, point. once people start throwing insults and disrespecting one that another, kind of energy. No, and that's why I didn't get involved because that's what it leads to. But I saw it, it was interesting at first, but and I didn't come back. But that's why I don't because that's typically what it leads to. And when he was saying some about you know we simps for want to stand up and take care of our women, you know what I mean, like stand on the front line. I'm like. You know, but it's, it's like if somebody is that ignorant, I'm gonna leave him hell alone. You know what I mean? I ain't even. Think- <laughs> I couldn't leave him alone. No, I'm saying me as a man. I get it. Yeah, yeah. But to see that as a black woman, mm-hmm. it's like, why do you feel, feel this like way? Black. And your mama is black, and you got prominent black features. Yeah, you look just like our ancestors. Yeah. Why the fuck your mentality is like that? That's yeah. why I want to have this conversation to get deep inside people's minds yeah. to be like, okay, maybe I can understand it, but I still don't yeah. understand You it. don't understand Yeah, you can see it. But, but I just want to hear what you have to say. Right. Yeah, You are hurt. Yeah, And that's what I came up with. You know what? He just hurt. Yeah. I'm just going to leave little baby alone. Yeah, little baby. <laughs> little baby. I'm just going to leave little baby alone. Yeah, I don't know what else to do, you know. Yeah. Like, at this point, I do agree. You just got to give him back to the hood. I'm sorry. And when I said... Um, when I say nigga on my podcast, I'm not talking about like excellence. Yeah. I'm not talking about black men like you yeah. that even take out the time to have this conversation with me. Yeah. I'm talking about those that are lost and ignorant and not trying to come up, not trying to know different things, learn different things, or even hear a black woman's perspective, or even hear a black man's perspective. Yeah. Or anything. You see that? You see this? I went back and read those texts. You see the spirit in which I sent that about Nipsey. I was like, "Nigga did that." You yes. know what I mean? Yes. And it's, and, it, and I read it, and it was like, it kind it could have came across as like really condescending or like you know what I mean. But I meant that. It's like so when you say that, I know what you mean. You know, I I use nigga like loosely, and I'm trying to work on just eliminate it, but. In certain instances, when I said I know exactly what's my nigga, that was a nigga that did that. You know what I mean? That was a nigga that took that man from his family in front of everything that he built and, and worked everything, for. Everything. Like his, you know what I mean? His, his kids, kingdom. His everything. That was a nigga that did that. That wasn't no black man. You know what I mean? And I hate that. That was a fucking, that was a nigga. And we need to, you know what I mean? Like, so I understand when you say that shit. Yeah, and we need to please let's let's have more conversations about the internal issues. Like we yeah. know ra- racism exists, but we cannot neglect the fact that we got some fucked up ways. Period. Mm-hmm. And I'm like you, Jojo. I don't like to say certain things either. I mm-hmm. tell people all the time, be careful with what you say because the universe is listening. Mm-hmm. That's my new shit. I say that all the time. The universe mm-hmm. is listening. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of things I don't like to touch on either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to put that negative energy out there. But at the same time, if that conversation can grow into something positive, mm-hmm. influence excellence, mm-hmm. then this is a conversation we need to have. Mm-hmm. And I believe in that. Mm-hmm. Okay, we about to wrap this up. JoJo, you have anything else to say to the people, the good people? I just want to say, because uh, I don't remember if I said this online or off conversations, it's not about being woke. Where is your work? You see what I'm saying? If you woke and you're reciting pages and you have the knowledge, that's only knowledge. 
Where is the work? Just like when you're laying in the bed and you open your eyes, now you're awake. You have to get out of bed to do the work and do the work. And if you don't know where to start, join somebody that's already doing the work. Come on over to Uncle Jojo Radio. Help Bree out. I, I, I don't need to. I'm going to ask more about the, uh, the, 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 what's the closet sale that you got yeah, going on? I need more sales. information about the closet sale. But, you know, just get to it. Uh, I love you. Uncle Jojo, the empathetic asshole and light hypocrite, Bree. Thanks for having me. I Thank appreciate you for your coming. Being part Thank of you this. guys for listening. Like Jojo said, put some uh some work behind your wokeness. If you're gonna be up, you might as well do something. <laughs> Take action. We yeah. want action out here. We yeah. want action. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you comment and like and share. Peace. Peace.